if you're a woman, automatically I feel like I'm going to have your back. Mm-hmm. Because I like to support women, regardless of what's happening. Mm-hmm. But then if you're an asshole, yeah. I have to outspokenly be against you so that people don't think all women are assholes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hi, friends. Hi. How's it going? Wonderful. How are y'all? I'm great. I'm great. The sun oh, is great. shining. The birds are singing. I'm with yeah. you two bitches. I have a paloma. I'm happy. <laughs> My only I'm complaint good. is that it doesn't look like it's 30 degrees outside. With no, the it's... sun, it looks like it should be at least like 45, 50. So that was a bummer. Other than That's... that, I'm great. It's pretty deceptive. No, I'm good. I'm happy drinking palomas. Oh my God. Literally, <laughs> I walked happy, into pleasant. Emma's house and I see Corey. And Corey has like a good vibe. You know. He does. Shelby, yeah, you he get does. it. When we come here and like CGC. Emma's not here yet, like Corey has a good vibe in the house. Like it's, I don't know, it sounds weird, but like the lights are off. He's playing music. It's a good vibe. And <laughs> not I'm in walking, a pitch black. Not in a pitch black. They have a lot of windows, okay? It's very well lit. But, but there's no like fluorescent lighting. You get it. <laughs> there's good music playing. There's two palomas sitting on the island and a bowl of chips. He gets it. How welcoming. <laughs> and I walk in and, and I asked him like how he was doing, how his day was. And he goes, how was your day? How was work? And I go, you know what? I fucking love my new job. Like, <laughs> I'm never going to walk in here on a Monday and bitch to you about how my never. job was ever again. No. I keep thinking about it. And like, honestly, before we would go on for Tangents. hours, hours about work. We would like, start recording until now, like eight o'clock. Yeah. And now, I mean, we talked for maybe... 20 minutes? Can we move right now? <laughs> I also, if we were at our last job, I wouldn't even be here yet. That's, that's true. That's I'd still up. be at work. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's yeah. the difference. That's the yeah. ticket. Yeah, that's the ticket for sure. Um, but I was talking to my aunt the other day about my younger cousin who's turning 12. So she's 11 currently. She's turning 12 mm-hmm. on Friday. I'm not, I'm not excited about it. She's growing up too fast. She's freshly 12. <sighs> it's like a lot for me. But um, so we're talking about her birthday. And my aunt was telling me about, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of tea in her life, like a boy she liked and how, you know, 12 year old boys, you know, they're just bad news. Like, what are you going to do? They're not great. None of them are great. And her, my aunt was, you know, kind of nervous about the whole thing, I guess. And she went to tell my cousin you got to cut ties. Like, this is not the best situation for you. You're too young to be learning about these things. Like, you need to, <laughs> we need to find a new thing. And my cousin said, oh, no, don't worry about it. I already handled it earlier today. And my aunt was like, well, excuse me? What do you mean? And my cousin and her friends, they're 11 years old. They made a red flag list about this 12-year-old boy. Can you imagine? I wish my friends did I that to me that. for me when I was I 12. Those women are going to take over the world. Those True. those little girls are going to grow into women that enact policy change. Like they're going to <laughs> change the world for the better. They get it. Yeah. And I was like listening to this story and I was just thinking like this is why as a like at a young age it's so important to learn like how important your female friendships mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Cuz I don't know about you guys, not to sound like a stereotypical feminist, but I think the <laughs> coolest thing about being a woman is like these like badass women I know, mm-hmm. and, like these cool bitches that I get to hang out with, you know, like you guys. I agree. I agree. I'm trying to imagine being 11 years old. <laughs> I want to throw it's up. You hard. couldn't I pay think me. I blocked it all. You couldn't out. pay me to go back in time. No, never. What's that? Sixth grade? Yeah. Oof. 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 I actually made one of my best friends when I was in sixth grade. Like, I made one of my lifelong friends yeah. in sixth grade also. And we've been friends ever since. And we've, like, really gone, like, separate ways. And, like, but then we always found our way back to each other, you know? I have a friend like that. And yeah. she lives in California now. And, like, that's obviously, like, very far from, like, it's across mm-hmm. the country. She <laughs> and in another well, time Well, Kendall zone. went to Korea. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. She did. I yeah. forgot she went to Korea. Yeah. But it's, like, it's, she's one of those friends that, like, I can talk to her. And it's, like, no time has passed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's nice to have those people in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't talked to Sophie, who's my, like, sixth grade friend. I met her in sixth grade. I had never met her before. We were sat near next to each other in social studies. 
I actually think we were moved next to each other. I think we were in trouble and we were moved next to each other. We didn't sit next to each other originally. We were in trouble? Let's listen. Let's not talk about it. Um, (laughs) And I was friends with that bitch for, like, I still friends. She could call me tomorrow and be like, hey, I have no money. Can you bail me out of jail in California? And I'd be like, I'm coming right now. You know what what I mean? But those friendships are important. Like, that friendship, I mean, even you guys, like, I didn't know you bitches until, like, 20 minutes ago. True. true. And I was just telling you the other day that, like, you know, you kind of, like, make friends in every stage of your life. Like, you have, like, yeah. some people have childhood friends. You have, like, middle school, high school friends, like, grade school friends. And then you make college friends, I guess, if you, like, take that path, whatever. But when I graduated college, I had a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Don't we Not actually, you know? but, like, I was just, like, I had moved home and I was across the state from all my college friends and then I remember telling Corey I was like I just need friends who like get it like I need friends who are like in a relationship and like have the same goals as me or like are trying to do the same things as me because my college friends who I love obviously we all have very different personalities and like jobs and goals and things like that and so I was just and most of them are single and I'm I was just telling Corey that I was like, I just needed to find friends that like got it, that had relationships, that had jobs, that were like doing the same thing. And then I found you motherfuckers. <laughs> and now we have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and we're bonded for life. Exactly. And so it is nice to like find people, which I think it probably is rare to find people like at work. Yeah. Who you really like vibe with, you know? Yeah, because I used to... I mean, I always had, through, like, growing up, like, I had some friends at school, but most of my friends, until I graduated college, were all from skating. Mm -hmm. Like, my lifelong best friends were all from skating. And so I didn't really, like, that's just how I met people. And then when I started working and met you guys, like, I was like, oh, my God this is cool this is fun <laughs> let's be friends these people are different they're not skaters yeah it's just different like i mean it's not i carolyn is my best friend in the world and i don't we skated together one year but that's how i met her and our friendship really grew after we stopped skating together and she went to michigan state and i was at u of m and we just were still friends and we're still mm-hmm. friends now and it's not like we talk about skating a lot but it's just one thing that we like mm-hmm. can speak mm-hmm. a different language in but she also doesn't work in... She works in, like, finance. I don't know fucking shit about finance. No. And she, I, I love her to death. Mm-hmm. I will ask her about her job until I'm blue in the face. She will ask me about my job until I'm blue in the face. But, like, we're not going to get it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just different. Yeah. So it's just nice to have those different people in your life that are there for you for different things. Mm-hmm. I feel like my friends... Because I've been thinking the same thing. Like, my... who She was my very best friend at the time. Um... But we were so different, and I think it was a friendship of convenience that we just, sure. we lived together, and, like, we just kept mm-hmm. living together, all this, mm-hmm. that, like, we we proved to ourselves that it would not make it if we didn't live, to, like, with each other. But yeah, I yeah. also, I literally said this to Carl yesterday, I don't think I would be who I am if I stayed friends with her. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would have grown the ways I've grown and, like, done things mm-hmm. the way I've done them. If yeah. I was friends with her because I was such a different person. I was who she needed to be and not who I needed me to be. Yeah. And that was an insane realization. I, I mean, had just yesterday. That's insane. That's yeah. heavy. But I... I'm, I'm good with who I am now. So it worked yeah. out. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? If I was like, actually, here are my problems <laughs> with myself. <laughs> I was just thinking about how, like, I tried so hard to, like, drag her with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I was like let's go to Michigan State, let's go to college, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Like, I, like, wanted so desperately to, like, drag her with me because she was, like, a comfort blanket. She was yeah. like, I'm yeah. familiar with you, I know you, I don't have to do this alone. Mm-hmm. And she just didn't fucking want to, and that's not her fucking fault. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't, it wasn't, it just, like, wouldn't have worked. And I was just doing it selfishly, trying to be, like, not alone. And it was just, like, not what was best for either of us. And, like, I couldn't even fucking imagine if we were friends still like it just Mm -hmm. it was never it would have never fucking happened yeah you know it's weird to think about yeah and my sister actually is the person that I really think about this with is my sister is a very 
big person of people are in your life for a reason. And even like she jokes that this guy that she dated in like high school, the only reason she dated him was because he was the person that showed her to get deodorant off your clothes. You just use a sock. <laughs> I remember that. That's, she's like, that's why I dated him in mm-hmm. high school. Like he so showed she me could that. Know that. So that I yeah. would know that as a 24 year old adult. Like mm-hmm. that's, but like there are people in your life for certain reasons and it might be a really big reason and mm-hmm. it might be a really small reason, but yeah. people are in your life. For different yeah. reasons. And it's true. Like, I mean, I was friends with people in high school, definitely out of convenience, like, because mm-hmm. we were in high school together. You like, see them every day. You see them every day, whatever. Yeah. And then you graduate high school and you go to college. And I was definitely, there were a few people that I was friends with when I was skating just because I skated with them. Mm-hmm. I literally saw them every day for hours, every weekend, yeah. like for weeks at a time. And then you stop skating and I'm like, okay, well, these are actually like my core people from that. Mm-hmm. And you still want to cultivate those relationships in a way outside of skating. And it's, I don't want to say hard work, but it's like you have to like put energy and attention into that. You can't ignore it because then those friendships are going to fade over time. Yeah. But like having to figure out which is a friendship of convenience and which Mm -hmm. is like an actual friendship. Yeah. It's tricky. It is But tricky. Your, your 11-year-old cousin fucking did it. She knows. She fucking did it. That she bitch, knows. She's got it down. Granted, yeah. she's, she is not yet a teen, but she knows. Yeah. She'll she be fine. It. I mean, that they're running the future generation. It's true, like, yeah, they're, We're in good hands, for sure. Absolutely. And the fact that she already surrounds herself with people saying, hey, this isn't great for you. Let's work yeah. out why. That's incredible. That's the other. I mean, I think now, like, my sister, like, other people I know we'll have friends that I think I can't imagine being friends with that person. Like they mm-hmm. just sound uninteresting, exhausting, exhausting, yeah. codependent, unconfident, like, and not that those are like, that doesn't make you a bad person. It's just like, I can't imagine having you in my life because I only want to surround myself with people that are really interesting, that are mm-hmm. really confident, that are funny or like super smart or like whatever that make me better like I want to surround myself with people that are better than me like I don't if I'm the best person in my friend group like I'm clearly fucking like I'm not trying that hard (laughs) you know what I mean and at 25 I mean I'm trying but like there are still like some losers out there not everyone's blossoming at 25 you know what I mean it's hard and at at 11 can you imagine like I fucking (laughs) sucked at 11 Okay, I was eleven. Worst at we? eleven. I'm sixth wearing grade. yoga pants. Boot. Uh, Did you know they Bermuda call them? shorts? The plaid oh, ones. The plaid, plaid ones shorts. that came. Yes. 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 The plaid with the came with a matching belt um, that you would tie. Um, I had Hollister ones that. come with. I think I had Hollister ones. I had that like belt with like the two half circle yes, things where you like put it through that one. one. I had like yes. a tan like natural tan silver one. I, at oh. 11, my mom Silver. had just told me she was pregnant with a child. And I was like, <gasps> and my life was ending. <laughs> I could not even imagine. I absolutely Neither could I. And then it, it got better. It Once I found out that Bubby was a boy and not a girl, it got better. You were the only girl. You were okay with it? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Plus, they picked out a really stupid name. I hated it. The girl name. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It sounded like you were talking about Bubby's name. Bubby's gonna say, name sucks. <laughs> Bubby, like, what a stupid legal name. I was going to say, Bubby, we love you. If Shelby's going to be against you, we're against her. I'm the yeah. only person yeah. him, in his life we're that calls Bubby. him Bubby. Bubby for president. I mean, we call him Bubby. But I mean, like family. Oh, okay. Because we've only I was like, I call him. We've only known him as Bubby. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even imagine being like, Eric. Hey, my mom would be like, Eric. Eric, I'm I'm like, Eric, Eric, hello. Do my taxes. <laughs> do my taxes. <laughs> It's a grown-up's name. It is. It's a grown-up's name. Okay, but, like, do you feel as, like, an adult now? Like, through high school, I remember in high school having a serious, quote-unquote, serious high school boyfriend. Mm. And telling (laughs) my best friend at the time, she came to me and she said something along the lines of, I feel like we don't spend as much time together. And I remember saying to her, I spend, I know you're always going to be there, and right now, I really want to, like, put energy into this relationship with this boy. Saying that out loud makes me want to run my... Lay in your driveway and have mm-hmm. you run me over with your car. I'll do it. Like, I hate it. But at the time, like, I remember being like, you know, I really like this boy. I really want to see where this goes. Obviously, now, hindsight, he's garbage. She was also a shitty friend. So, like, mm. it was a bad situation. But it is important to realize like your friends are not always going to be there. If you don't give them attention, they will leave and you'll be stuck because those are the best 
relationships you're going to have in your life. Yeah. And I wish I could just smack myself for a couple of reasons. But, like, <laughs> that's just, like, not fi- – that's not nice. That's not a good friend. Mm-mm. Like, when you started dating, like, Corey and Carl, did you feel like that balance was, like – I had a really hard time with the balance. I – because I had been – I'd never had to worry about it before. I was able to put all of my energy into whatever I wanted. And it never, if I didn't want to split it up, I didn't have to. Yeah. But then I wanted to put a lot of my energy into building my relationship with Carl. But also I didn't want to forget the friends that I had. And I, I, I had a really, really, really hard time creating that balance for myself to where I felt like I was... I don't even know how to put it to where like I felt like I was able to give everyone in my life the attention that I wanted to give them yeah and I got into a fight with one of my friends about it because she was like well I feel that you know you're just like this different person blah blah blah, blah. and I go okay I I hear what you're saying but I and it was kind of the same thing I was like but I also like he's also important to me the yeah. two, you both can exist in my life at the same, and I like had to get that through to her because, which is not something you've ever, you should nev- ever have to do. No, yeah. and I had to explain to her that he is also going to be in my life and he is also going to mm-hmm. be important to me and he can be important to me at the same time that yeah. you can be important to me. We're not friends anymore. That's like, I'm saying, it's like a hard <laughs> balance. It's like some of the people in my life at that, at those times, they were just the friendships were never going to work mm-hmm. out. Yeah. But the lesson still stands is like, you have to cultivate your like really empowering, important female friendships because yeah. those bitches are the people that are going to tell you when you're wrong. They're going to mm-hmm. keep bringing you back to reality. They're going to the bail people... you out of jail. Yeah. They're going to bail you out <laughs> of jail. Those are the people that are going to be there for you when you need people. Like yeah. I love Hayden to death. There are things he's not going to fucking get. And there's mm-hmm. going to be things that I just, I might be really excited about and he will try his hardest, but like he, it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. And you need those people in your life that are not your spouse to like Mm -hmm. enjoy things with and to have a life with. Yeah. And you need to cultivate that relationship outside of your romantic relationship or you're Mm going to go insane. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was tricky when Corey and I started dating, we were all, it was like me and a friend of mine and Corey, we were all friends. Yeah. So, it was kind of awkward when we started dating because she wasn't dating anyone and I think that she like felt like she was being like pushed out and it was like a whole thing and it's like at that point we weren't old enough or mature enough for her to like have a conversation with me about yeah. it. It just kind of became terrible. But like again, it's like one of those friendships that just like wasn't serving me and so you yeah. just like we weren't doing anything for each other, so you just gotta like move on, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be like a whole deal. My mom always tells me that even if not, they're not your friend anymore, they're who you needed in that moment. For yeah. sure. Absolutely. And so I'm like, well, this, even though we're not friends anymore, that's who I needed to get through X, Y, and Z. And I'm glad they were there for that. And I'm glad we were able to, you know, be friends for however many years. Yeah. But I know now the person I am, I'm better off without them. And they have their new people and I have my yeah. people. Mm-hmm. It's a mature way of thinking, I think. Well, and even, not like, and now it's, like, a boy. Not to brag. <laughs> not to brag. I'm pretty incredible. <laughs> I have it all figured out. Listen to my and... mature viewpoints. Mm. I would say even now, I hate, like, I feel annoying when I have to say to, like, you. I see you guys every Monday. Like, every mm. Monday, regardless of what's happening, I know we're going to be at one of our houses we're going to have a cocktail. We're going to do this pod. Yeah. Like we're going to every Monday. You don't no make what. plans on Monday. No. That's never. Just Literally never. But I. We're on our way to one Wednesdays. Doesn't that feel that, like this? Oh my God. Yes. My aunt and her like group of friends all have wine Wednesdays with their kids. Mm-hmm. We could have mojito Mondays. I never yeah. had a mojito before, Mich- before Michigan. Before Mexico. <laughs> and I loved them. Um, They're so good. But. Emma makes the best mojitos. I believe it. She does make very good mojitos. But I think, like, now, because we do, or at least I don't want to put this on other people. I know that, like, with work and with, like, trying to get school done, like, when everything is actually due, (laughs) and trying to, like, do normal, like, 
life things, like go to the fucking grocery store or whatever, I try to like schedule time with people where I know I'm going to see them. Like I might talk to my friends that I don't work with and I don't necessarily see every day, every day, but I, I feel weird scheduling time with them. Like it's like a doctor's appointment, but Mm -hmm. I want to do that so that I know I'm going to see them and spend time with them and be with Mm -hmm. them. Like the new Kardashians on Hulu is going to come out on Thursdays, I think. And Carolyn and I were like, do we have a standing date every Thursday where like we hang out, we catch up, we watch Kardashians because I haven't seen her on a weekly basis since we skated together. Like I Mm -hmm. see her whenever I can and like we might see each other for a longer period of time, but it's never like weekly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it feels weird. You have to like schedule it out, but you kind of have to. I always think that because I really like doing things like on the fly in the moment, but like when you're older, you can't just do shit like that. Like people have other things fucking going on. Right. And I so badly like just want to be like, hey, like let's do this right fucking now. Yeah. Like when we were in high school, you could just do fucking whatever. Right. You know, we're like college and it just like, it isn't like that anymore. And then I like find myself getting disappointed. I'm like, oh, like you're busy. I'm not. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Like it's weird. But Well, and I try sometimes like I love when someone texts me and they're like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, fucking nothing. What are you doing tonight? And we can't hang out and you can't do mm-hmm. something fun. Yeah, it's fun. Because like we don't have fucking kids. We're not married. We don't have like mm-hmm. pets. Like this is the time where you ha- you answer yeah. to literally nobody like live your fucking life. Yeah. You have adult money. Like live sure. your life. Mm-hmm. But it also sucks because you're like, oh, well, I like... I have a paper due in like four hours and I haven't written it yet. So like I have to do that right now. <laughs> like it just it sucks. Uh-huh. But it, and so I get it though. Cause it is fun to just sometimes do things like mm-hmm. off the cuff like that. Yeah. I have a friend from college that her and I just like do shit like that. Like we just like randomly decided to go to like a Lions game. We just randomly decided to go to a Tigers game. And then like, we just like, we'll do stuff like that. Cause I, like, she'll just text me and I'll text her and be like, hey, what are you doing? I got Jonas Brothers tickets. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, randomly, and it's fun. That is but, fun. You know, not everyone can just, like, do shit like that. But it's important to know what friendships are important to you. Like, I don't necessarily feel this way with everyone I know in my life. Like, there's mm-hmm. probably five people that I'm like, I these friendships are important to me. I want to make sure that I, like, give them time and energy, whatever. And those are the ones I focus on. And you know what kind of friendships those are. Are those the ones where you have to plan in advance? Are those the ones where you can, like, kind of whatever, yeah. spontaneously do things? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're important to me. Like, I want those people to be in my life for a long time. Like, I don't want to become, like, married and have kids and be like, oh, yeah, I have no friends. Because I, mm-hmm. cu- I didn't cultivate yeah. them when I was younger and they mattered. Yeah, that's true. I want wine Wednesdays. You know what I mean? I want my I do too. Like, I want my kids to have, like, my brother and my sister are wonderful people. They will be mm-hmm. great aunts and uncles. Yeah. But I want my kids to have more people in their life than just that. Like, I want yeah. my kids to be like, oh, my God, Emma and Shelby are super fun. Let's go to their house. <laughs> like, I want, like, it's like Sweet Magnolias. Like, in Sweet Magnolias, all of them are, like, childhood, like, best friends. And their, their kids call their mom's best friends, like, aunt whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I want that. Like, my mom's best friends are my Aunt Mary and Aunt Teresa. Like, yeah. they... They just are. They're part of our family. Like, I want that in my life. My best friend's kid calls us Shelby and Uncle Tarl. I don't know why he's Uncle Tarl, but I'm Uncle just Tarl. Shelby. That's I love her. Uncle Carl. She's, she can say Carl now, I think, but she used to say, um, Tarl? Um, Tarl? Or she'd go, um, Uncle Tarl? Can you play with me? <laughs> That's so cute. And he'd be like, all right. I guess. But and like even my... Mom's best friend is my Aunt Darcy. And then Heather, we just call them moms in public. We go, well, hey, you, moms. You had, you had a best friend who had a kid. Yeah. And I love you're her. still friends with her. Mm-hmm. No, like, it's not like your life has to change in dramatic ways. No. And then you, like, lose everyone you've ever known. I, no. have, I have friends that have kids. And they're still yeah. exactly the same people. And I love their kids as much as I yeah. love them. Yeah. It is just, like... But it's important to cultivate, like, to, I don't I want to stop saying cultivate, but it's important to, like, invest in those friendships because if you don't, like, they will just stop being a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Like, they're, no one's going to stick around forever. Yeah. Like, when you actually like someone and want someone in your life, like, you fucking know. Like, yeah. you know, like, you get over, like, the excitement of having a new friend and then you, like, realize that, like, you actually want these people and, like, need yeah. these people in your life. Like, you'll fucking know. And then you'll, like energy into it yeah. you know what i mean you bitches are stuck with me forever so i don't know most definitely good luck <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. like like i said the thing i love nothing more than like women supporting women 
I love nothing more than people that are going to call me out on my shit. I love nothing more than people are going to, if I tell them I want to, like, do something ridiculous and, like, sell myself short, they'll be like, fucking get a hold of yourself. (laughs) You need to do something better. You know what I mean? Like, I want people Mm -hmm. that are going to, like, not let me just kind of settle into nothingness. But also people who get get it. it. People who get it. Like, you guys get that, like, I had a friend... And she was like, do you want to hang out? Do you want to hang out? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, let me see what Carl's doing. Why do you have to ask him? And I'm like, yeah. Because we live together and it's the kind, considerate thing to do. And you guys get that that's Mm -hmm. a thing. Like, yeah. You can't just like not come home. Yeah. Like, it's just not, it's inconsiderate. And Carl's not the person to be like, actually, no. Unless like I forgot we had something planned. He's like, actually, we're going to do this. But he's going to be like, okay, thanks for letting me know. And that's all it is. But I don't know. Like, you guys get that that is an important thing to do because you respect the person you're with. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's important. Yeah. But like people who don't get it, don't get it. But some women, it's very hard to support. Oh my God. I can't even. Some women, I listen, just because you're a woman doesn't mean if you're a woman, automatically, I feel like I'm going to have your back mm-hmm. because I like to support women regardless of, of what's happening. Mm-hmm. But then if you're an asshole, yeah. I have to, outspokenly be against you so that people don't think all women are assholes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's tricky. It's tricky. Don't be garbage. Like, we're all hanging by a fucking thread. If if you all... We all have to... We all know we're smart, hardworking, passionate. Just don't be a dick. Mm -hmm. And we can probably... Do whatever we want. Even if you're not smart or hardworking or, what was the last one, passionate? Passionate. Just don't be <laughs> a dick. Even if you're not any of those things, be who you are, but don't be a fucking Just asshole. Just be a nice person. Yeah. Be a good person. Yeah. Be a be genuine Be a moral person. person. Yeah. Be genuine. Yes. And that's all. Yeah. Doesn't seem very hard. Yeah. No, I know plenty of people that are just miserable yeah. and fake. Mm-hmm. Because we say women support women, and we mean it, but we don't. I mean it, but you know if I mean it towards you, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like when everyone was, like, so mad at Kim Kardashian when she said, Get your your ass ass up and and work. work. And she's like, it wasn't a blanket statement. Like, everyone fucking relax. But, like, I'm sure as a businesswoman that Kim has had employees and partners and people who, Mm. like, don't want to fucking do anything because there are people like that in the world, you know? And it's not to draw parallels rude. between us and Kim Kardashian because we are universes <laughs> apart, mean, but there are similarities. But yeah. we're there are definitely times we sit down to do a podcast episode that is very targeted towards a certain group or certain person, and we say things that are not relatable to a large group of people, yeah. but they we know what we mean. Yeah. Kim Kardashian doing a Vanity Fair or whatever ep- yeah. article, there could have been one person she was pissed off at, yeah. and that's who she was thinking of when she said that. Yeah. And I think, pe- yes, Kim Kardashian is a billionaire and has an unbelievable With a fucking platform. publicist. Yeah, and she has <laughs> an unbelievable... told her not to say that. She has an unbelievable <laughs> platform. <laughs> But she's still fucking human, and she's still yeah. going to fuck up. You're right. My favorite part is Courtney saying, oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God, When yeah. Courtney has made it her entire personality that she hates working. Hates yeah. working. She's like, oh, my Only God, my I get it. my kids matter. Okay, yeah. I'm not working. Like, how are you supporting your fucking it's like, kids, honey, idiot? shut the fuck up. That's more <laughs> annoying than the billionaire thing, yeah, if we're being yes. honest. Mm-hmm. Because oh my God, you yes. had a business you're passionate about, you, you know fucking know it's like the business. <laughs> but you don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's my favorite TikTok. I've been defending audio. Kim Kardashian a lot online lately. I defend the Kardashians. Online? Yeah. A lot of my like extended family are like on Kanye's side, oh, and Kanye. so I have to go in and I say, well... Listen, that's a whole other conversation <laughs> about toxic relationships and I just feel men. I owe it to her. Um, so should we talk about shitty women that we don't empower? Yes. <laughs> like by name. Listen, we I, do not I blanket love... empower women. We do not blanket shame women, and we, but we, we also do not blanket no, empower women. There is women. no, no. one-size-fits-all <laughs> approach here. Yeah. Like, I am more inclined to take the woman's side in almost anything because sure. I like to believe that women are smart and they are kind and they are badass and they're yeah. usually right. Okay? I was at the gym last week, and this guy was telling this girl that she, like... He was just kind of being rude in his approach to telling her either how to do something or how like to not do that for whatever reason. And I was walking by as I heard it and I turned my head and I looked at it, I go, you do whatever you want. Women support women. And he goes, sort of You God. said women yeah. support women too. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag. And he, yeah. And he goes, I support women. women. I go, mm, 
Hell yeah, baby. Hashtag support women. <laughs> I like to go hashtag can't relate. Listen, you when we were... Do that? Not like, like, not oh, seriously. Sh- ironically. She doesn't yes, I do it ironically. <laughs> and he goes, I support women. I go, well... When we were in Mexico... Well, you're being mean to women. I, yeah, I said, you're being mean to her. <laughs> when we were in Mexico, this random girl... I think I told you guys this. This yes. random girl yes. was telling me about... I had never met her before. There was like a spring break trip at the resort that we were at. And this high school girl is telling me about this guy that kept grabbing at her the night before. And I just like instinctively was like, is he here? <laughs> she he said, like? what's he wearing? She said, yeah, he's at the beach bar. And I said, what is he wearing? Like, which one is he? And she said, he's in the bright white hat and red bathing suit. And I said, okay, dope. My name's Emily. If you see me anywhere and you need help, like, that scream I, for me. Scream for me, I'll find you. Like, I don't, like, my heart will beacon to you. Like, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. It's like but a I, bat signal. I go to the bar. I order a tequila sunrise because it has grenadine in it. Mm-hmm. And I spilled it on that guy because this girl told me he was grabbing at her and I believed her a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's fucked and up. He and, I re- it. and I remember her telling me I told him to stop and he didn't stop. And I said, that's all that's I need it. to know. Say less. All right. Game over. Tequila Whoa. sunrise, please. <laughs> and I got tequila sunrise. Extra grenadine. All over that boy's white hat. That's why I got extra it. Extra grenadine. And extra gre- Can I just have a grenadine neat? <laughs> You do that, right? Grenadine. No ice. No ice, actually. Just full, a cup of grenadine. A full, a double, a double of grenadine. <laughs> like, Ew. women supporting women. If you come up to me at any point, the listener, if you come up to me anywhere, at any time, I will fight someone for you. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, it sucks because some women just suck. And sometimes women yeah. are in the wrong and sometimes yeah. they're being assholes. And it drives me crazy when I have to argue against them. It's impossible to know until you, like, know. Yeah. Isn't it? It's, like, it's tricky. Because you want to be on their side so bad. But sometimes you can't be. No. Yeah. Well, because it's, like, even with guys that I have known when they talk about their ex-girlfriends and they say, oh my God, I have this crazy ex-girlfriend, blah, Always blah, blah. Crazy. I, I have said, I've never known a crazy ex. I've never known a girlfriend that it was her fault. Mm-hmm. It's usually the crazy ex, the crazy crazy. ex-girlfriend is usually being gaslit by the shitty ex-boyfriend. Yeah. However, there are crazy ass ex-girlfriends there and are. they really mm-hmm. make us all look bad. Like it's, yeah. Like, it's just a bummer. And I don't, it's not our job to make them uncrazy, but it's like, it sucks because I don't know whose job is it. I feel like it would be Oprah's. There, is it oh. Oprah's job? Oprah? To find them all? <laughs> you, get my stability. you get mental she, stability. You get mental stability. She has to retire at some I point, feel right? Like, you know? You get what? I said, you get mental stability. You yeah. get mental stability. Oh, she's going to hand it out like cars. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> be a Who lot wouldn't easier. want therapy from Oprah? Help. You get a year of better help. You get a year of better help. Everybody gets a year of better help. They're all together in like an Oprah audience. Every single crazy woman. And they're like, like, that's weird. Why are we all here? And it's like, ah, got <laughs> it. You guys oh were God. in the groupie? Okay, so what do you do to meet like a shitty woman you don't know in power? <gasps> it's the trouble because I am... I'm like, like a deeply mean person. Like I really, I don't think it's deep. I think I don't either. No, like I think like I am naturally the second I think anything but kindness towards you, I'm fucking done with you. Like, I mean, I'm same. Like, Me too. Yeah. And I just want to like rip your heart out. Like I, I really just like when I don't like someone. I'll hit you with my car. Like, I don't give mm-hmm. a shit about... I don't give a shit if you live or die, you know? Like, yeah. it's bad. But I, like, was raised with, like, self-deprecating humor and, like, making uh-huh. fun of other people kind of humor. Yeah. And so that's just, like, my go-to. And so mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at, like, making other people feel bad, which I don't love about myself, <laughs> you know? I mean, it would make you a great stand-up comedian. Mm. We, I think you could back you. up that up. Really like nicely. Jesus, love you regardless. Yeah. Did you see that? What? <laughs> what did she do? Your hand on my knee. Listen, <laughs> listen. You we are one. <laughs> I'm already between you. Listen, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know you? she knows. The Lord knows. Okay. Um, no, but I will say, it's a huge bummer because there are people that I know that 
I just did that. What'd you do? Really? I put a hole in my shirt with my <gasps> ring. Oh my god! Yes. Do you want me to sew it? Yeah. You know? How, do you know how to sew? I do. Oh, then you can sew it. <laughs> do you know how to sew? You sew it. <laughs> Bubby made pillows. If you for my didn't know how to sew, I'd sew it for you. No, but you're an adult, I which is knew. why we're friends. If you're a fucking bitch that doesn't cook her own meals or know how to sew, we're not fucking. I friends. knew that my ring would get me one day. Yeah, that's a fucking the... rock. <laughs> I also have a giant scratch on my leg from it. <laughs> yeah, I cut myself because it's it's pretty it's sharp on the edges. Those marquee diamonds, dude. Those yeah. marquee God. diamonds. I just look at it. And I'm still obsessed with it. That's how I know I picked the right one. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh no, but Bubby made pillows for my mom's couch in one of his classes, I think. So maybe I'll have him sew it for me. So Bubby sews. Bubby sews. Yeah. Honey, you can sew. Sew it. It's not a big hole. It's on a seam. It's so easy. Yeah, it's a good it's a good hole to sew. Yeah. It's the easy. Okay. You could have it done in like 20 seconds. Yeah. There are people I have met where I I know in the moment <laughs> I I wouldn't go out for drinks with you. Yeah. But I also know that you probably like I you can just sense it. You know what I mean? Like you can sense an insecurity, a lack of confidence, a lack of genuineness, a lack mm-hmm. of knowing who they are. And because of that reason, I'm not going to be your friend because yeah. And they're probably not a good friend to anyone because right, they're yeah. not even a good friend to themselves. Because <laughs> I, I ex- like, it's not like I have like a high level. It's just like the friends that I have in my life are confident, fucking funny, fucking hot women. Like they just are because yeah. those are the people I want to be fucking friends with. And so like, if you're not like that, I'm not going to be your friend. But at the same time, I see you and I want to empower you. But I also, I can't make it my fucking side project because mm-hmm. that's one, disrespectful. And two, <laughs> it's, it's like... Honey, I'm 25. You're at least 25. Like you have to like, at a certain point, you have to look in the mirror and be like, I need to empower myself. I need to fucking grow up. And well, I did when I realized that it wasn't funny to make fun of people. Like it wasn't funny to be mean. It wasn't like cute or fun or endearing. Like I had to like sit my fucking self down and be like, hey, stop being such a bitch all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I feel like sometimes people, I don't think I'm fantastic all the time. No, I mean, I, I mean, as hard as it is to most of the time, yeah. we have a podcast and we're pretty fucking fantastic, but we're not super hot and fun all the time. Like sometimes we suck yeah. yeah. and you have to, you have to have like, I hate saying the balls to do something. You have to have the ability to like you sit down. You have to have the vulva to do it. <laughs> you get it. You have to have the vagina to sit down and be like, honey. We got to figure this out yeah. because you suck and you're going to, all of this is good. It's like Taylor Tomlinson has this like whole thing about like your mid twenties is the time to solid, like to weed out all your bad. Is ba- this her new one? No, her new one is so much better. Okay. But I haven't watched it yet. Her new one. I forgot one, about it. This might be yesterday. a happy hour thing, but her new one, I laughed out loud. 20, really? her, her latest one or her older one that she like really got famous off of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't find funny. No, I watched it in the background or something. But anyway, in her old one that she became famous off of, she talks about how your 20s are a time to fish out all your problems before they freeze over and solidify. It's true. And that is true. Like, I remember being like, I'm kind of looking for validation in other places. And then I just was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, do I like myself? Yes. Do I give a shit what everybody else thinks? No. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. It took me a long time to get there, but I got there. People have not had those conversations with themselves right. yet and maybe never will. And it's know? just... Because it's fucking easier. It's so much easier yes. to be like, oh, oh yeah. I'm just like... I'm just I'm like that. bitch because I'm just I'm just am. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. not. You're you can not. be nice and you can be fun and you can like forgive yourself for being an asshole and you can forgive yourself for yeah. not liking yourself. Like you can move on, you know? And, you, and I think you also have to kind of force yourself into being more interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like there, <laughs> yeah. it's just... It is like being... Being pretty is not the most interesting thing about you. Mm-hmm. Being, Beauty fades. Yeah. What did you say? Beauty fades. What you you thought you said AIDS. I was like... AIDS? <laughs> did it I, sound like I said AIDS? Yes. It did. I thought you said... Like, like I what if AIDS? Like, said. something about AIDS. And I was like, <laughs> how did we get there? I knew what you said, but <laughs> you emphasized... The AIDS. 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 Yeah, yeah. And it sounded AIDS. like just AIDS. Okay, I guess And I wasn't looking now. at your mouth. I was just listening yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, oh, yeah. where are we going with this? I totally hear the AIDS thing. I said beauty fades. I get like, it. Yeah, I got you. How you look is the least interesting thing yeah. about you. I can, Regardless of who you are, I guarantee you it's the least interesting thing about you. How you did in school, nobody gives a fuck. No. Mm-hmm. Granted, like, yeah, we're all in grad school. 
I might bitch about it, but that's the only time I'm really talking about it. Like, I don't feel mm-hmm. like it's, I want to have a f- adult career. So that's why I'm in grad school, but that's really, being in school is not predominantly in my identity. It's not your personality. You know what I mean? Like, I think you have to kind of Even... force yourself to find your interests and find how to have small talk and how to make conversations with people that are different than you and mm-hmm. have to force yourself to be interesting. And there are people who aren't willing to put in that work. And that's where you just kind of stay. You have to get your ass up and work. work. Okay. (laughs) Kim K gets it. Kim K gets it. I had this friend who was just kind of mean and rude. And that was their entire personality. And I got like really mad about something he said about me. And he was like, he didn't, he never said anything about it. So I left. I just like left the situation. I took myself out of it and I went home and their significant other messaged me was like well that's just how they are i said well then he they should change it they can change that they're rude to everybody Mm -hmm. they don't have to to, be like that and well that's just how they are yeah then change it you'll learn they're way better once you get to know them no that just means that you get used to the fact that That they're they're an asshole Yeah. yeah and i said i said they don't have to be an asshole to me all the time they're choosing to do that. I remove myself from the situation because that's what I needed to do in that moment. They can change who they are and they can change that they're not rude to everyone that they quote unquote care about. And that's just how it is. They never did. So we're not friends anymore. I also think a large portion of like kind of growing up and forcing yourself to be more interesting is moving away from your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like we all moved away to college. Like I moved, like when I moved from Maryland to Michigan, I didn't know a single person and I really had to like find my own personality and I had to get very comfortable hanging out by myself. And that is like how I kind of discovered the things that I actually like 100% because of me and not because they're influenced by other people. Mm-hmm. But even if you lived in Michigan your entire life and you went to like Marquette for college or whatever and you forced yourself out of your comfort zone for a period of time, that's so important. You like find the things yeah. that you like because of you. Yeah. And not because your best friend in high school liked them or your neighbor liked them or your mm-hmm. mom liked them or whatever. Like, it's important to find your own thing and find your own personality because that's the only way you're ever going to find these friendships that we've been talking about that push you to be a better version of yourself. I think moving out of my hometown, I only moved an hour and a half north, but even moving out of my hometown for four years was one of the best things I could have ever done for myself, ever. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I went to college. I didn't know a single person either. Yeah. Yeah. Like I moved like two and a half hours away and I knew nobody. And it, you're right. It really like makes you like kind of sit and think like, okay, like I'm fucking on my own. Like what do I like to do? And I moved to, I I can do anything I want. (laughs) The fuck am I going to do? I'm like 19 years old. What the fuck am I going to do? I moved to a city that my mom grew up in and a lot of her siblings kind of like Mm -hmm. stayed around and my mom's the one who moved so a lot of my cousins were still in the area and I was like okay I'm gonna move there and I never grew up with family around yeah and I was like we're gonna hang out all the time we didn't I saw them (laughs) the same amount I saw them before maybe one time more and so I think even then like I had to figure out my interests yeah <laughs> who i was my hobbies my, my hobbies what i my wanted likes, to do my dislikes. and even like my hobbies then are not my hobbies now oh yeah i mean we had to fill out this thing for work where i was literally talking to hey like what the fuck are my hobbies it's hard it's hard because i, I like to like just sit on the couch and do house. nothing. Like, yeah. Like, do that and that's what Hayden said. Is yeah. Hayden was like, well, you can talk about like working on the house. You can talk about the podcast. I'm like, but I don't, I feel like the podcast is like a different thing that I don't necessarily, it's weird to talk about. It, it is. You guys I get feel it. the same I way. I really like it. <laughs> it's like, cool no, we do it, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Talking about it gets I'm like, well, like I'm passionate about like video editing or like, yeah, like, like, like I audio like stuff. It, but yeah, it's hard to talk about hobbies. But I also think that. One of the hardest things for me to like kind of think about is that I don't want to be this far away from my family forever. Mm -hmm. Like this past weekend, my parents, my brother, my sister went to visit my grandpa. They were all together and I was here and it sucked and it made me really sad and I felt really bad about it. And my parents were like, well, don't be upset. Like it's not a big deal. And I said, no, I know. Like it's no one's fault. Like 
it's just, this is just the reality of the fact that I live so far away from everybody. Like you guys are all three hours apart. Like this is my doing. But at the same time, as much as I want to live closer to my family and I want to so badly, I love living within an hour of all of my friends. And it is that weird kind of thing if you have to think about which one is more not important, but like right now it is really nice to have all my friends around. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of my friends and all of Hayden's friends are in Michigan. Like they're all right here mm -hmm. within an hour of each other. And it's like, if I moved home, like, yeah, I would have my family around and I would be thrilled and it would be really nice to go to dinner with my parents on a random Tuesday, but it would also suck to have to plan to visit every single yeah. one of our friends. Yeah. And how do you get a podcast? <laughs> Our podcast would become much more difficult. Right? <laughs> that is the only reason I'm going to judge any decision I make in my life. <laughs> and do I want kids? How's the, the pod, pod looking? You know, do I have enough pods for paternity leave? You guys better know that if I had a child, they would come with me to record the podcast. Mm. I believe that you would still do it every week. I believe 100%. <laughs> because Carl no here's me. I'm like, I could sit in the house all day. And Carl's like, mm, not true. I said, well, yes, I could. And he's like, no. And so he even told me, he goes, when we have a kid, you're going to need to get out of the house. So this would be that for me. This would be you getting out of the house, bringing your toddler, your newborn My infant. baby. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> pass it around. Infant. Pass it around. Yeah, you guys for our audio-only podcast. That sounds great. That sounds like yeah. a great idea. Exactly. Let us be over there. I don't even remember the last time I held an infant. <laughs> Soon, when Shelby has a baby. Nine yeah. months from now, Shelby <gasps> no, has a baby. Stop it. I am drinking alcohol right now. <laughs> a year from now, when Shelby has a baby. God. You sounded like a Mormon when you said that. <laughs> I am drinking alcohol right now. <laughs> Grow up. My cousin's going to have a baby in a couple months. I'll Who is? My cousin. I thought you said your husband. My husband, actually. Have you guys heard? He's having He's a, baby. a baby mama. It's not me. It's happy hour, bitches. Happy hour. Happy, happy hour. hour. Happy hour. I snapped um, and did a shimmy. So everyone, <laughs> know. everyone knows she's shimmying right she's, now. It hasn't stopped. I love shimmying. Okay, okay. I shimmied at work earlier today. I was okay, really excited stop. about stop. something. Stop. Reenact it for me right now. I don't know what I shimmied about, but I just like shimmy. <laughs> I love after it. After you got smacked in the face or after I got bit? Oh, I don't question. think it was correlated to either one. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm you, like, I'm you, yes! <laughs> I got back in the face. Woo! <laughs> I think you might. It would be funny it if It definitely did. wasn't when I got smacked because I couldn't react to the yeah. fact that I got smacked. And it wasn't the... I didn't know you got bit when you got bit. I only knew after. I was just going to look. So one of my happy hour things was that I watched Taylor Tomlinson's <gasps> stand-up. Her new I one? I don't remember which one it was. Look at me. I think it was the, the new one. one. And the old one was mid midlife crisis. Midlife, quarter, quarter life, life crisis. crisis. Oh, God. I don't know which one because it was. Because I tried to watch Quarter Life Crisis a couple of times. And I just didn't find it funny. And then look at me now or whatever her newest one was. Hayden was in Utah and I was home by myself and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch it. And I laughed out loud. Like I thought it was really funny. Mm. Okay. I'll watch it. Okay. Because one of my cousins saw Taylor Tomlinson live and she said she was hilarious. And I was like, okay, well I guess I'll watch her stand up again. But then even after I watched her latest one that had me laugh out loud, I still didn't think quarter life crisis was funny. Mm. So I think it's just quarter life crisis doesn't just resonate with funny? me. Yeah. But her new one was really funny. Hmm. I'd love to watch it. I would love to be okay, a stand-up watched... comic, but I just know I'm, I can't. Oh, I can't for sure. No, I'm not no funny way. enough. No, and you're the only one out there. You are the show. You, you exactly, are. yeah. And how am I going to wear a long sleeve shirt? I'd be sweating. How should yeah. I wear a leather jacket? They all jacket? wear coats, yeah. yeah. It no, doesn't make I sense. I watched Look at You. I Look at you. Oh. That one was funny, right? Yeah, it was funny. It I was laughed funny. out loud, actually. When she was I laughed out loud. Her, her, when she was talking about her speech impediment. <laughs> speech impediment. <laughs> Like, what do you mean a speech impediment? She was like, if I say instead of, I think I know. <laughs> okay, I'll that, watch it. And like, like what she talks about. She goes, she goes, she goes, I gotta go play in the sea shop, but I hope you find who you're looking for. <laughs> I was dying. And I also laughed when she was talking about like, you know, we all have a friend who's settling. And yeah. you know, we all have a friend who's like raisin sitting with a chocolate covered raisin kind of relationship. We're all like chocolate. 
<laughs> you could be with peanut butter, who I heard cures depression. And Raisin, you know you belong with oatmeal. We all know that. <laughs> Why are you guys settling? Oatmeal or Raisin, you're terrified every day chocolate's going to leave you. Like, mm-hmm. I, she, it was it's funny. funny. No, it was funny. Can I think I it was it? a little heavy on, like, the mental health in the beginning. It was like, but then it got funnier. All right. Have you watched Quarter Life Crisis? Uh-uh. I've now tried to watch it twice, and it was not funny. Like, the look at you one was so much funnier okay. to me. Look at you. I watched Quarter Life Crisis. I liked it. I, it was just kind of on in the background. I was doing something else, but I would like zone in on it sometimes. No, I like sat and watched. I did pay more attention to John Mulaney. Obviously, because he's hilarious. I played I'm... John Mulaney in the background once and I regretted it. Like, I wish that I had <laughs> sat and watched it. Yeah. I mean, I can play he him. He had my back... full attention. I can play yeah. him in the background, but I've seen all three of his stand ups several times <laughs> yeah. each. You already know. I already know. <laughs> There was, we were talking about, we're having like pet month at work and Emma was going to bring, oh. her uncle was going to bring a horse and a Did trailer you? to work and we kept talking about the horse in the parking lot and I kept uh, wanting to say, a horse in the hospital. We've all seen a bird in the airport. This is a horse in the hospital. Yeah. But nobody would have gotten it, so I didn't say it. I would have. But Sorry I'm not there. <laughs> You know, stand-up is a fine line. Because not everyone thinks... And then it's always awkward. Because even when you guys were watching John Mulaney, I was like, what if they think he's, like, not funny? <laughs> Imagine and then if I like, showed up and I was like, that was the worst like, thing Emily I've ever is seen. so fucking I stupid. I hated it. Like, I like... No. What if you guys were those insufferable, insufferable people that are like, I like jokes that are much more cerebral? Oh, that Jesus. Been, that if that ever comes out of my mouth, shoot me in the head. <laughs> I have... I was never really, like, loved stand-up. Like, it was kind of like... Some stand up sucks. Brian Reagan was always my favorite. I think I had only ever watched bad stand up. I I mean, some stand up sucks. And I don't think I would be good at stand up. I'm not going to try it. But I think I love Pete Davidson. I think Pete Davidson. We're all doing stand up. I had a dream, I think, that I was doing stand up. Yeah. Because that's Pete Davidson, like, got Machine Gun Kelly to have, like, a two minute set, a tight five, a tight ten. Whatever. We're doing it. I Speak, love Pete Davidson. Sets, oh, I think Pete Davidson I'm is sweating. funny in movies. Pete Davidson's stand-up is not that funny. It's like he always talks yeah, about his dead dad. But yeah, it's just a bummer. Really like some, the dead dad. some people yeah. are Even funny. in all of his, like, roasts, he talks about his dead dad all the Yeah, time. like, some people are funny in stand-up and some dad people dad. aren't. You're right. No, I love dead I, I love dead jokes. Dead and She, said I, love she said, I love a dead dad joke. I do. <laughs> I love them. I think they're funny, and I love making people uncomfortable. But like, oh yeah, I cope with. But there's like a line, you know. There's like too no. much. Sure. Well, He's it's like... not even when he was doing his stand-up alive in New York. I was so excited, and he talked a lot about like you could tell he was high, which is fine. But like some of his jokes, you could see <gasps> was like he was like. <laughs> He was smoking the marijuana. I like you, the devil's love. <laughs> the Mary Jane. And he <laughs> would like talk. He would like laugh before his jokes. And it was just like, take me out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do love when people laugh so hard I they love, can't well, tell like, the joke. Kreischer laughs at his own jokes. I think it's really funny. I don't know. I think I it makes it funnier. Because it's like, they think it's so funny. They can't even tell you the joke. Because I'm also convinced that Pete Davidson does not audition for movies. I'm convinced Pete Davidson just walks onto the set of movies. Oh. Because Hayden and I, have you guys heard of the movie? They write roles for him. Um, They're like, well, he's I here. Want, Might as well write him in. I want you back. Uh-uh. It's, oh my God. What the hell is her name? Look, are you looking it up? Yeah. Look it up and read me. Oh my God, I'm so stupid. Oh. Pete Davidson in it? So oh, Pete Davidson I, like, I know that song. Okay, oh I God. want you back. Jenny Slate? So Jenny Slate is in it. He used to date Captain. She used to date so Captain America. So there's a lot of people in it. It's like a star-studded cast, day. and I Pete Davidson day. just randomly waltzes in as like the high school boyfriend of this girl. He's in one scene, <laughs> and he talks about like his name is Jace. In the Jace, movie. and he ta- he they're like this high school girl's like oh my god you invited Jace, and they're like he has Molly, and Jace goes hey, and then Pete Davidson makes a joke about. Like, all these random jokes about being in love with this girl. But he's literally in this movie for five minutes, and I'm convinced he just walked on the set yeah. that day, you and know they just what? had him ad-lib. Can I read you something? Yeah. yeah. This, I, I googled, I want you back, Pete Davidson. And it says, in a new Amazon rom-com, I want you back, Pete Davidson has a small but very memorable cam- cameo where he gives 
Party Goer Molly gets on a roof, strips his clothes off, <laughs> and, jumps, and jumps into a jacuzzi. Yeah. It's literally exactly what it's you said. It's literally <laughs> five minutes. And he came on. Hayden Hayden goes, oh, do you want to watch this? Because Hayden loves a rom-com. Who doesn't? It says director Jason Orley revealed that he snagged SNL star last minute for the role. I, listen, him. so Hayden and I are sitting there. Hayden's working. He goes, do you want to watch this rom-com? I go, sure. I know no. I have no idea what it's about. We're watching it. It's funny. Like, it's a good, like, it's a quality rom-com. But Pete Davidson literally pops up out of nowhere. And when he came on, Hayden and I go, oh, my God. Like, this <laughs> this movie's out of nowhere. Like, there's so many people in it. And then Pete Davidson's role is literally 10 minutes. If it's, a, if it's 30 seconds, it's 10 minutes. It's not that long. And I'm convinced that every movie, including like big time adolescence and like the King of Staten Island, I'm convinced any movie Pete Davidson is in, he just waltzes on. Yeah. I restarted Brooklyn Nine-Nine and he's in one of the episodes just sitting there in the front row of like this <laughs> thing. And I'm like, he's in some of Machine Gun that's Kelly. That's Pete Davidson. When Pete Davidson did Big Time Adolescence, Machine Gun Kelly has a cameo in Big Time Adolescence. And while they're filming Big Time Adolescence, Pete or Machine Gun Kelly was doing a music video and Pete Davidson is just randomly in the music video. Like, because they were both in the same place at the same time, they, like, are randomly in each other's movie Gosh. and randomly in each other's music video. Hollywood makes no fucking sense. It absolutely does. <laughs> it's very confusing. Like, I was listening to Dak Shepard's podcast, the episode that he had Bradley Cooper on, and they're really good friends. Like, they've been friends for, like, 16 years. Or I want to listen to that. It's crazy when that happens. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, <laughs> like, Dak Shepard said he was, um, Dak Shepard was directing a movie and he was like oh like coop was so like nice to like do my movie he was like on set for a week or whatever and i was like what the fuck like is that how it works <laughs> like, you just like have your friend like come and like do a movie with you it's like all of adam probably yeah like all of and it had... all of his friends are there <laughs> and his wife is in every movie yep yeah every in single some one. capacity yeah i don't know sounds like fun though I'd like to be in a movie. There's one I never. <laughs> I'd like to get. I'd like to be when Oscar worthy. Be no, I never was like, oh my god, I'm gonna be an actor. Like never. But then I read this book series, and if they ever turn into a movie, I think I could be the main character. What book series? It's called Star Girl. Yes. How'd you know? No, it's called the Conve- the Confessions of a Neurotic Hit Woman. And there's like Confessions 30... of a Shopaholic. Oh my god, they already made that. <laughs> that that's a that's a movie. No, but, um, and I just love, there's like 36 books. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but I'd love to be in 36? 36? You could make 36 them? movies? That's no, I think it could commitment. all no, be condensed probably, into a series. I was going to say, they'd make like two movies out of 36 books. It could be like they, a two-season series. They'd ignore maybe. the books entirely, but they'd yeah. have to buy the rights from whoever wrote it. Well, it's like we were talking about Bridgerton, and Corey was like, oh, the second season of Bridgerton <gasps> I haven't is watched out. it yet. And I was like, I'm not fucking watching it. And he was like, why not? And I said, well, the Duke isn't the, in it. Why would you watch why it? Why else would you watch the show if yeah. not for the fucking Duke? My friend He's texted me. He's the hot me. one, and I want to watch yeah. them bang each other. Like, that is what <laughs> I'm there for. Two Taylor Swift's wildest dreams I get it. to the violin. Exactly. I get it. That's what I'm there for. Do you know why he's not in it? I don't it? care about the plot. Because the books. Because he's not in the books. No, right? they only, no, they wanted him in it. And they were only going to pay him 50K per episode, even though he's like the star of the first season. And he said, well, I have other things I could be doing. They're like, well, this is as high as we can go. And he's like, well, that's not worth it to me. So he went and did other projects instead. So they had him. him. He said in an interview. I thought it because he like wasn't in the book. I thought it was because no. he wasn't in the book. So I thought it was some like creative. Alliance. No, they were gonna keep him in it, but they weren't paying him enough to make it like worth it for him, and so they just like wrote him out of it. I mean, which like what a bummer. That's out? your crowd. Is he like, or something? No, he's just it's just uh, Daphne and Listen, their kid. You I guess. Pay your I know you have to, especially it's the like, main character of the like first after, series. Pay after, more. After the Capitals won the Stanley Cup, they refused to give their head coach a Stanley Cup winning coach's salary, and he left. And you know what uh, we yeah. haven't done? Won the Win Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup again. So like, you got to pay <laughs> your fucking it. talent. <laughs> exactly the same thing. It's ridiculous. It is basically. <laughs> no, I believe it. I just don't yeah, know anything. It's ridiculous. Um, happy hour. Happy hour. Oh, oh my god. Go ahead. So, guess what I started watching the other, over the weekend when I was ill. On what? Like Ill what platform? What? No, oh, like Netflix. <laughs> guess what were you sick with? I was like, I don't know. I Describe had a really bad it. cough. <laughs> no, like what platform did you watch it on? Netflix. 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 What could it be? 
Are you actually making me guess? I'm not guessing. What is it? You don't, oh, I don't know. You don't have Do to. I know? She looked into it. She was. She's guessing. She's. You don't have to guess if you don't want to. Let's okay, I don't want to. I Too thought you were just kidding. <gasps> season uh, one. So no. So Hayden oh. watched season one. Season one. No. No. Hayden watched because I don't watch reality TV. And I've I realize the more I one. say that to you people, the more I've watched reality TV. <laughs> so I don't like. I really don't like reality TV, but. Hayden had watched season one because Hayden is a slut for reality TV. So Hayden watched season and one. And ice cream. And ice cream. Huge <laughs> slut for both. Which they kind of go hand in hand now that we're yeah. talking about it. But he watched season one and season three. Okay. I've only seen season and one. And then randomly when I was really sick, like season two had like automatically started because it was the one season he hadn't watched. And so I just started watching it. And I... <laughs> Hayden jokingly says, like, oh, my God, Too Hot to Handle. This is the one where you, like, just learn so much. And I'm like, What's it about? So Too Hot to Handle is the one where all these hot idiots come to an island. <laughs> and they think they're on a different show. Like they a Love Island type A Love show. Island or a Party in Paradise or whatever. They think okay. they're on a dating show, like a partying yeah. all summer long dating show. It's not. And then the first night, they find out they're on Too Hot to Handle where they're not allowed to kiss or touch. have sex, or touch, or anything, like, and, and they have would... to establish deep, deeper, meaningful connections with people. And they can get rewarded by, like, alone time, or if they, like, but if you... there's, like, a 70, or, like, a $100,000 prize, but every time a couple, like, kisses, or has sex, or anything, they lose money yeah, out like of that pot. if you kiss, you lose $3,000. If you have sex, mm. you lose, like, $20,000. It's, like, a whole thing. So it's all about, like, people that are all about the physical, all about, like, meaningless flings and, like, bringing them all together and having them establish meaningful, Mm. deeper connections, whatever. But I was really (laughs) sick over the weekend. What the fuck? And I watched the entire second season. And it was making me so angry because it's one of those shows where, you know, just a little bit of communication goes a long Mm. way. You know what I mean? Like, if people just talked about things, it drives me crazy when simple communication can solve problems. No, but it is. Like, literally, I'm watching the show of all these hot idiots in like Turks and Caicos like laying on an island and they can't have sex but they like don't know how to like and they can't ask what's your favorite color anything and I'm like honey parents like just commute and then they were nearing the end of this like retreat and this girl god bless her soul she's like I've never graduated from anything in my life and I'm like honey you're oh, 24 no. what do you mean you've never graduated high school or college preschool they, I, my school had an eighth grade graduation. You if you can't mean? make it past like, that, it just yeah. make me got a new dress and everything. It's just I don't know, just communicate. But I just watched that over the weekend, and it also there was a girl in season two whose name is Emily, and I was really rooting for her. troubling. It's troubling, but I also like need. Oh, you liked it because her name. Was so this Emily. is the thing: I don't like most people I know named Emily because most people. I think other Emilys can agree. Okay, I get. Listen, that. I love you, <laughs> but you get it. I remember most Emilys I've met in my life, and I've met other Emilys who feel the same way, where they're like, oh, other Emilys usually suck. Like, other Emilys usually are not my version of Emily, and it's like a weird, like, power Mm -hmm. dynamic, and only other Emilys get it. You said Emily so many times, it doesn't even sound like a word. I know, it doesn't. (laughs) But, Emma. I'm like, is that your name? Is that my name? What's going on? (laughs) You're a ride or die. I've met Emily's that I love. I've met Emily's that I'm friends with. Mm -hmm. But it's also, I've met Emily's that I'm like, God damn it, you have the same name as me. That's a huge bummer. Um, Carl and I started Space Force on Netflix. First season's way better than the second. I didn't know it was seasons. I thought it was a movie. Mm -hmm. So when he started... It'd be better as a movie. What is it? It would be better as a movie. That's what I think. I like it, and I, I just love Steve Carell so much. But I, I really like it. I think it's funny. Um, when it ended after like 40 minutes, I was like, that's the shortest movie I've ever seen. But I, we, I think we just finished the first season or we're almost with the first season. I like it so far, but I've, I guess it's gotten like a really bad, like people hate it. I didn't know people hated it. I thought the first season was funnier than the second season. But I also agree it would be a better movie than a show because I think the whole funny part of the show is like making fun of the whole Trump Space Force thing. Yeah. So the it's not like, I don't know, like it's just kind of like 
they should have cashed in on that, made a movie, and gotten over with it, and now they're like dedicated to the show with Steve Carell, like that, and like yeah. there's a lot of people in it. And Steve Carell changed like John his Malkovich. Voice. Like there's a lot of people in it. There's so many people in it, and um, the guy, oh God, what is his name? He's in. I don't know his name. I think I don't know. It doesn't matter. But every time I see him, I go, "Don't be suspicious. Don't, don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious." What is that in? That it might was be from Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Oh my God. John Ralphio. Yes. John Ralphio. He's, he's in, in it. it. Yes. <laughs> I don't know the actor's name, but he's in it. But I like it. I just feel like it could have. They could have done a movie in Middleditch or Schwartz. Because <clears throat> Middleditch and Schwartz. Have you guys seen Middleditch and Schwartz? It's improv comedy on Netflix. Uh One of them is the guy from Silicon Valley, and one of them is the guy from is John Ralphio, and it's so fucking funny. I highly recommend it. I'll have to watch it. I think he's Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz, and then Tom Middleditch. Oh, there it is. (laughs) It's so fucking. So fucking funny. I like it so far. We have. I don't. I don't know where we're at. Oh, I'm talking about Middleditch and Schwartz, but. Space Force season one is funny. It's funny because, like, there's someone named Potosi, and I go, (gasps) (laughs) Potosi. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder who that's supposed to be. But I like Alice Watch Trader Joe's for the first time, and that was fantastic. So I love that for you. I wish there was one closer to me. I'd go every day. I just, I got all of the, like, I got those crackers that Amanda brought. I still have some in my cabinet. I got those. I got the spinach artichoke. I got so many things. I love that for you. And I got home today, and I look at Carl, and I go, do you want to see what I got? And he goes, Trader Joe's Hall. He goes, no, I'm working. And I go, oh, I said, I was looking forward to this all day. He goes, see? make it quick. <laughs> this is why you need women friendships. See, it's it's true. We get back. it all Riley supported me. She was like, I'll yeah. see. I was like, you were with me, but okay. We, we, we would have watched friends. your Trader Joe's Hall all day long. I should have brought it with me. You need friends that fucking get it. Yeah, it's exactly. true. And sometimes Luckily, your husband and I have friends them. won't get it. I and get that's it. okay, and that's normal. That doesn't yeah. mean your boyfriends and husbands are bad people. No. It just He's means the best that they're serving their purpose. He was in the middle of a work day. I get it. It's not always to enjoy your hauls or your skincare or your Dyson Airwrap. You know, we're True. here for that. Mm-hmm. True. Well, I love you guys. Oh, I love you, I love you so Glad much. that we have each other. Me Thank too. <laughs> okay. Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> I like that episode. <laughs> me too. Not that yeah. you guys are lesbians, that made it sound like it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someday. But we can't. If you leave me too. for Shelby, I'll be pissed. <laughs> I am offended. <laughs> you know we're the more lesbians of the three of us than you guys are. <laughs> We've cultivated a life together. <laughs> it's true. But but that's just like you know. I'm watching I mean? from the outside in. <laughs> You know um, one thing I love about us? What? Is that I don't think any of us think we're quirky and relatable. No, never. Never.